0: Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast. I'm sorry I've been on a little break. I've been away at a festival. I don't know why I went to sound like I was saying more, but I've been away at a festival. That's why I've been off. Um, However, I'm back with more episodes. I have three more upcoming episodes, which I think I'm going to split apart quite quickly because I have quite a few ideas to do and I don't want to make you wait for them because they're quite good. Um, however, I'm going to start off this little like trio series with body hatred. It's not going to necessarily be a negative podcast episode with because it's quite a, quite a strong word, hatred. However, I feel as if it'll be more like an awakening and more enlightening about body positivity and stuff like that. So let's get into it. I wanna do a little trigger warning because I will be not talking in detail, but I'll just be mentioning uh eating disorders, just saying them, just in case that triggers you. So just wanted to put that in. My relationship with my body has changed a lot over the past few years. And it's quite strange because I, I was thinking about it today when I was kind of like discussing over with myself this episode. God, I sound like a businesswoman. Um, because I was kind of talking about my relationship with body positivity and how over the past two years or so, I've truly had such a hatred and shame towards my body because my body has changed and I've put weight on since I was 15 years old and 14 and 13, whatever. And I think saying it out loud really sounded so strange, the fact that I was ashamed that my body had changed and grown in size shape since I was a child you know it my body had changed moving into womanhood and for some reason I thought that oh my gosh this is horrible I need to be ashamed of this I need to look a certain way I need to do anything I can to change it and it's only really been in the past few months where I've realized why am I wanting to change my body why am I so desperately seeking to look like how I was when I was a child when I was a literal child when I was 12, 13, 14, 15 years old, whatever, I was into competitive sports and I'd had been since I was five or six Irish dancing and that consisted of, and Irish dancers can um, easily relate, consisted of getting up at half five, six in the morning, doing a workout, getting ready to school, going to school, not eating enough and I wouldn't eat breakfast just because I was like, oh, I'm not hungry. Um, And I'd get home, I'd have like, I'd have whatever I could go out within 10 minutes of the house drive an hour and a half still haven't eaten anything train for three hours which was it was intense training like Irish dancing and it get to 10 p.m and then I drive home for an hour and then have like a wrap or something when I'd get home and I would think that my body was normal like I'd, I remember at school everybody was saying like oh my gosh you're so thin you're so lucky like you're so skinny and I, as the word skinny, thought it was, like... I was like, oh, it's fine, like, whatever. I didn't recognise it as, like, skinny shaming, whatever. And it was only until I pulled myself out of the situation, which was Irish dancing, when I quit, that I realised that my head was, like, way too big for my body. And I only then realised I had this freedom to finally look in my cupboards and be like, oh, I can eat this. Like, it was, it was so strange to me to finally be out of, like this weird competitive sport and then realised like, oh my gosh, that wasn't normal. That wasn't normal to look like that. Like I was I was a growing girl. And I then started kind of like eating more because I was like, oh this is so cool. Like, Mum, can you get me this? Can I try this? Whatever, like that. Which going from of course training six times a week for four hours a day, eating little to nothing, my body changed. I put on a bit of weight and I kind of, I got a little bit of a a stomach and my legs. I kind of lost my muscle a little bit, which I was very muscly. And then I kind of looked in the mirror one day and I was like, you do not look like the way you did before. Of course, at that time in my life, I didn't realise that look the way you did before in bunny fingers, you didn't look the way you did when you were 12 years old. So then I kind of, the whole like TikTok blew up and stuff like that and Pinterest, whatever. And I was looking on social media and everything like that and seeing all these beautiful women, all these beautiful girls, and they were very, very petite, like I used to be. And, I've, and I have was kind of like, oh my God, what have I done? What have I done? Now my body's completely changed. Like, I don't like the way I used to. I need to change this. I need to get back into training. And then it started the horrible cycle of a horrible relationship with food, where if I ate something, I'd feel very, very guilty and Please keep in mind, I was 16 years old when this started happening. 16. A child. And I think that we as a society have kind of grown to normalise teenagers and young girls, young boys as well, young people, having an awful relationship with food being normal, like just a part of growing up, when it it shouldn't be normal. It shouldn't be normal as a child to feel shame towards your body because you see a 30, 40-year-old woman on... Instagram with a incredible body you know I shouldn't have to want to change myself I loved my list there actually if you caught that so kind of the cycle carried on where I was like I need to do exercise I need to do this whatever like that and that carried on for two years and I developed binge eating disorder because that I felt shame towards my body so I was like oh my gosh you have to eat in secret so I kind of stuffed my face and be like you need to eat this you need to eat this and then afterwards I kind of pulled myself out and I was like oh You've changed even more. And because I wasn't this size two little girl anymore, I was now a growing woman. I felt disgusting. I felt horrible. I hated myself. And I was like, God, you don't, you need to be punished. You need to look in the mirror and say that you're fat. You need to remind yourself what you are. And it was so incredibly tiring. And it wasn't until the past couple months that I realised why should we as young girls feel shame towards our body? The whole concept of feeling shame towards your body is a construct of society that has built up this image and almost put it on a pedestal, like a frame. Think of like the Mona Lisa, but it's like a perfect woman. In this museum where you enter when you're a young girl and you, the, your first, you, the thing you first see is this portrait of how you should look how your body should look in specifically and if you don't relate to that you go down either left or right you can either go down the left door which is where you feel shame hatred you try to change yourself you think that you are lesser than that woman in the photo or you can go down that very mysterious right hand door where you accept that you're different you accept the fact that okay I'm different than that but you realize that it's it's okay it's okay To have your body look different than this perfect picture that you have in your mind. It's okay to not look like a woman on Pinterest that you'll never meet in your whole life. And you go down that right-hand door and it's this wonderful discovery of realising how beautiful you are. And that left-hand door, I've been down it, there's no point. If you haven't been down it yet, just ignore it. Go down that bloody right-hand door because it's absolutely wonderful. I went down that left-hand door. I love this little, like, what's it called? I was about to say aneurysm and anagram, not anagram, metaphor. I I didn't take English. I have no idea what those words are. I don't even know what a verb is. Anyway, moving on. That was embarrassing. When you go down that left-hand door, you can go down this endless cycle of waking up, feeling absolutely devastated and just drained already with just waking up and opening your eyes because you already have in your mind that you are not worthy because you don't look like that perfect woman in the photo you you are curvy you could have bigger legs than the woman in the photo you could have stretch marks you could have bigger arms whatever like that which is which I want to talk about the fact that we as young women or women in particular have been indoctrinated into believing that any part of your body that is bigger other than your boobs and your bum is a bad thing and you know search don't search on youtube but if People look on YouTube, there are workouts for everything, which is horrible. You know, slim this down in seven days, do this in whatever, how many times. Why is it that if I have bigger arms, I should have to change this? Why is it that because I have bigger thighs than someone else, that it's a bad thing and I should have to slim them down? It's because we as a society and we as young women are shown that if we do not conform to this Beautiful concept of a woman who is still incredibly beautiful that we are no longer this beautiful image. We are no longer viewed as beautiful because we have flaws in a little bunny thing. And it could all stem down, as I've read a lot of manifestos and stuff like that because I'm a big feminist, of how sometimes this factor goes down the rabbit hole of um, the male gaze and male validation. And I got asked by a male, a male, uh, by a man, whether the male gaze is even real. And I I did genuinely like verbally gawk my mouth because I was like, oh my God, men have the audacity, full stop. Um, However, the whole thing of looking perfect and having aspects of you that are bigger, we're made to believe, okay, you need to change this. But what if we don't? what if we what if we as women don't want to change this and we say no i'm i'm not going to change i like this part of my body i like having bigger thighs bigger calves bigger stomach bigger arms bigger face what do those people say those people are like oh god okay you might want to change that because you might want to fit in why do we want to fit in why do you want to change yourself and fit into this construct of someone to look identical why don't you push against the boundaries and say no I don't care if my stomach is bigger than how you want it to be because that's that's me. That's how I'm built and that is how I want to look. I feel comfortable in myself. I feel comfortable with my stomach. I want to show it off because your stomach is beautiful. No matter what the size it is, no matter what shape it is, no matter what lines there are in it, no matter what markings there are in it, show it off because that is a beautiful part of yourself that you want to showcase to the world if you feel comfortable with. We feel a lot of body hatred because of the fact that, of course, we are shown this illustrated photo of a woman on, which is beautiful, on like a pedestal. However, what I just said about breaking off from the fact that they want us to conform and society is telling us that we have to look like this. Do you not think that you would be so much happier if you were to just be comfortable in the way you look? I was absolutely miserable for two years trying my absolute hardest to look like... A photo I found on Pinterest of this beautiful woman's stomach. And my stomach has not changed. My stomach is still the same. But it has only been in the past few months since June that I have truly viewed my stomach my stomach as beautiful. I wake up every morning and I look in the mirror. They see my stomach and I think, God, you're absolutely beautiful. And saying that and seeing my stomach and being okay with the fact that I'm not a size four anymore. I don't know what size I am. I don't even I don't even care. I don't even care what size I am. And I feel comfortable with it. I feel okay. I'm no longer at war with myself. I no longer hate myself because I've accepted the fact that this is how I look. This is how I'm built. This is how I was constructed. And I'm still beautiful. I'm still absolutely gorgeous and so are you. If you look like that photo, you're also gorgeous. If you don't look like that photo, you are also gorgeous. It's the fact that We are told that we have to look a certain way, but tell them no. Say, no, I'm gonna show off my legs. Show off your bloody legs because they're gorgeous no matter what size they are. You know, learn to be okay with the fact that you're different. I went on holiday in June to Greece with my parents and the holiday prior to that that I had about a year ago before that, I had never felt more disgusting in my life because it was the first time I wore a bikini since I was very small. And I, I hadn't accepted the fact that I was still beautiful with a bit of a stomach and bigger legs or whatever like that. Whereas when I went to Greece, I read Women Don't Know You Pretty by Florence Given. And this was like one of the first feminist manifestos and I've kind of got deeper into the rabbit hole. However, she talks so beautifully and it's so relatable, perhaps to a teenage girl, because she she wrote it in the context of when she was a teenage girl, about body positivity She speaks about the fact that why we as women, why do we have to feel the need to exercise and look a certain way? Because we are taught by our parents, by boys, by the porn industry, by whatever, that our body anatomy has to look a certain way. And I sat there and I read all this stuff and I kind of took it in, finally into my brain, after years of trying to tell myself, like, you need to change... And I sat there and I moved my legs down from crunching them up slowly down so that I people could see that I had two rolls on my stomach. And listen to that again, two rolls on my stomach. How stupid does that sound? That I was ashamed of that. That on that holiday before reading that little paragraph that I was ashamed people would see two rolls. Two rolls. Why should I be ashamed of that? It sounds stupid. We are living on a floating rock, and I was caring about people seeing two small rolls on the side of my stomach. And I said that this morning out loud to myself, and I was like, what the actual hell was I thinking? And it's, I'm not bashing anyone for thinking that because I was so deep down the rabbit hole for years that I should be ashamed of my body that that. Small little sentence saying it out loud and realizing like I'm never gonna see these people again Who cares? Who cares and it's hard to get into that mindset of like who cares because you know, you've thought a certain way for a long time It's hard to change But if you have cellulite in your legs, if you have stretch marks on your stomach, if you have smaller boobs If you have bigger arms, whatever Those are not flaws They are not imperfections They are perfections. Every single bit about yourself is perfect. You need to try and get out of the mindset that people are trying to convince you that you're not perfect, because they want you to buy razors to shave your armpit hair because you are led to believe that it's not perfect. They want you to buy slimming fucking milkshakes, whatever, so you get rid of your arm fat. They want you to buy all these things and try everything about yourself to change yourself to kind of boost consumerism or whatever like that you know the whole thing of slimming down and everything like that is a whole construct of money these industries want you to buy their products they want you to buy this clothing they want you to buy this miracle thing so that you give in and you give money to these people and you do try to change yourself and then go down the rabbit hole of thinking you're imperfect when why is there something wrong with having two lines on your belly? There's nothing wrong with having two lines on your belly and I want you to absolutely believe that and believe that it is a perfection. It's something about yourself that you should show off. If you have cellulite or stretch marks on your legs, those are marks of beauty. Those are marks of you changing as a woman. You know, you're an ever-evolving being. Do you not think that's absolutely incredible? That you are this this little thing on earth that is constantly evolving and your body is moving, you should thank your body. You should look at whatever society has made you to believe that is an imperfection, such as your stomach. Look at it in the mirror and think, God, you have got me through 18 years of your life, 17, 16, 19, however old you are. Thank you. Thank you so much for being there for me and comforting me and protecting me and doing all this wonderful work inside of you to help me live. Because every part about yourself is is like a... I don't know how to believe it, but it's, it's like a little character, I believe. Like, I'd love to name every part of my body because they're the only things that are going to be with me for the rest of my life. So why am I being mean to them? Along my steps towards, like, body positivity and truly loving every aspect of myself has been really hard. And I always kind of have setbacks. I went to the Boardmasters Festival and every girl that I saw was very, very petite. And I devalued myself on that little trip because I was like, you don't look like this. And then, like, a couple minutes later, I snapped out of it. I was like, what are you doing? What have you been doing for the past few months trying to improve yourself on your body positivity? And what I'm saying is that on the road to loving and appreciating and accepting your beautiful body, there will sometimes be setbacks. You know, even myself which I really truly am trying to love my body for what it is because she's gorgeous, I do sometimes have thoughts of like, oh, maybe you should be thinner. Maybe you should, you know, go for a run or something like that. And exercise is a great form of exercising your mental health. But sometimes you have the more negative thoughts, which I don't really want to say out loud, but in terms of eating habits and stuff like that. And it's so easy to fall back into those habits that you caught up in before your journey to body positivity you know it's it's so easy and such a quick fix to be able to be like no I'm going to go back to that however you kind of I don't I don't honestly know how I can truly just click my fingers and help you because I really wish I could however the way that I kind of did it was just constant and consistent reincarnation Re- incantations incantations of reincarnation incantations of body love like look at your body and thank it for all that it has done for you except the fact that your body is beautiful and it's it's not it's not imperfect you're just being told that it is because these people want you to feel insecure they want you to feel lesser so that you don't go and bloody take over the world with that gorgeous body of yours your body is uh ever-evolving Vehicle? Me- me- mechanic? Me- mechanism! No, I'm going to say vehicle because I don't know what mechanism means. Um, But it's an ever ever-evolving thing. So take care of it. Look after her. Treat her to something nice, you know? If you want to get a slice of cake, get a slice of cake. If you want to get a new jumpsuit, get a bloody new jumpsuit. Do whatever you want to do that sets your soul on fire. That makes you look at yourself and think, God, you are gorgeous! Because you are! I wish I could literally... I, w- I just spawn in front of you and tell you you're gorgeous. I wish I could. I wish I could. However, I'm going to tell you over the phone. I'm going to tell you over the phone that your body is absolutely incredible. It is beautiful. And nothing about you is imperfect. Every single aspect about you, in fact, is perfect. Your brain, your arms, your stomach, your legs, your feet, whatever. Whatever about yourself is absolutely perfect. Never, ever listen to anybody who tells you that you're not, even yourself. Sometimes you have that little voice. My dad always calls it, like, the voice on my little right shoulder, like the little devil or whatever, Um, that's kind of telling me in my head. Oh, no, monkey in my head that's trying to, like, trick me into all these thoughts of negativity and stuff like that. And my dad always tells me to just shut him up. Just imagine putting, like, a little hand, like, smacking over his mouth. Because if that little monkey inside of your head tells you anything lesser than that you are perfect, smack him out. Say... Yes, I am. I'm bloody perfect. And I'm going to believe that from now on because you are. I really hope that you take from this video that I'm at how many times I've ever said it in this video, that you are incredibly perfect and there is nothing about yourself that is any lesser than a 1 million infinity out of 10. Because you cannot be rated. You are absolutely and incredibly gobsmacking. Somebody walks past you, they're probably thinking, she's gorgeous. Because you are. If I walk past you, I'd think you're gorgeous. So why don't you think that you need to look at yourself and treat yourself the way that you want other people to treat you? You know, imagine that you see yourself sitting in a coffee shop, reading a book, drinking a little coffee, you know, think of yourself in the most gorgeous situation. You know, wherever you feel the most beautiful, try and put yourself in that situation. Sit in front of the mirror. Sit in front of the mirror actually, this is a little homework for you and see if it works. Sit in front of the mirror and look at any aspect of yourself that you previously found imperfect. And look at it and truly tell yourself that it is beautiful. In the morning I wake up and I look at my stomach and say, you're absolutely gorgeous. And thank it for whatever it's done for you. Thank it for taking care of you and doing whatever it can to move your body. Because you're absolutely and incredibly perfect thank you so much for listening thank you so much for all the support all the messages make me cry my eyes out um it would mean the world to me if you could rate this podcast just so I can share it to more and more people um I hope you have a wonderful day I'm sending so much love I love you bye